Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. It's a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of 1 Corinthians. Today is episode 456. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verses 1 through 4. Let's read our passage. Now about the collection for the saints. Do the same I instruct the Galatian churches. On the first day of the week, each of you is to set something aside and save in keeping with how he is prospering so that no collections will be need to be made when I come. When I arrive, I will send letters with those you recommend to carry your gift to Jerusalem. If it is suitable for me to go as well, they will travel with me. This is Paul's first letter to the church in Corinth. The church he had founded on his second missionary journey about five years earlier is now on his third missionary journey. He's in Ephesus, spent an extended time in Ephesus, and he writes 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians from Ephesus. The church has a lot of issues, a lot of problems, and he's been dealing with problems in chapters 1 through 15. We're now starting into chapter 16, the final chapter of the letter. We've divided it into three parts. Today we'll look at verses 1 through 4, where he's talking about the collection. Then in the next section, we'll look at some travel plans, itinerary, and then the final section, some personal greetings. This section does not seem to be very contentious. Well, it doesn't seem contentious at all. It's more, matter of fact, instructional in nature. So he's finished all the contention. He's finished all the correction aspect of the letter. But it does seem to be in response to their letter because he says, now about the collection for the saints. And now about, generally we use something like that. It's probably in response to their letter. They've probably asked him something about this collection. So it's not the first time they've heard about it. They know about this collection. So he's providing some information about it. So in chapter 16, verse 1, he says, Now about the collection for the saints, do the same as I instructed the Galatian churches. Now we know in down in verse 3, he mentions Jerusalem. He doesn't explain this collection at all. But based on where other places he talks about it, he actually talks about it more in 2 Corinthians. He speaks about it some in Romans 15. And then we see a couple of references in the book of Acts. This seems to be a collection that he's taking from all the churches to specifically go to Jerusalem for the poor people in the church at Jerusalem. Why there? Well, it is the mother church. And in other places, he kind of responds to it's Basically, it's a payback in some respects in that it was out of the church of Jerusalem, Christianity spread to the ends of the earth. And so it was because of their spiritual blessing, he wants to return a material blessing. And they probably do have a lot of poor people in the church that the church is caring for. Remember, when we went through the book of Acts, there was a lot of Hellenistic Jews that is, Jews from the Greek world who come to Jerusalem, because in the Jewish mindset, really would like to die in Jerusalem. Not that you want to die, but if you know you're going to die, and so you like to die in Jerusalem, be buried in Jerusalem, the, the center of Judaism. And so they probably have a lot of older people in Jerusalem compared to, to the other churches, and the church is caring for them. So it probably is a, a burden on the church. And a lot of people have fled Jerusalem. The younger people ran from Jerusalem when the persecution started. So we don't know exactly why, but 
Paul is advocating this collection for the poor people in the church in Jerusalem. He says, do the same as I instructed the Galatian churches. Now, we don't know exactly what he's referring to there other than just basically that, but we don't have that in like the letter to Galatia, the, those churches. So it wasn't a thing there. But we do know the other churches are engaged in it based on um, a, a section in Acts that we'll look at in a little bit. In verse 2, he says, On the first day of the week, each of you is to set something aside and save in keeping with how he's prospering, so that no collections will need to be made when I come. Sounds pretty straightforward, and it is, but there's a couple of nuances here that maybe be a little bit confusing. So on the first day of the week, what's he mean there? He means Sunday. Now, we do know from other writings that the first day of the week was the time that Christians gathered for worship. So he's specifically saying the first day of the week. So is he linking it to the worship time? Or is he basically just a way of saying weekly? He could say weekly and not necessarily the first day of the week. Or is he actually tying this to the time of gathering for worship? If it was just on its own like that, you would say, yeah, that's probably it. Everybody bring your offering for the church in Jerusalem when you come gather for church on the first day of the week. Except, he says, each of you is to set something aside and save. So that sounds like you're to do this independently. Each of you is to save it yourself. And remember, the way the church is put together, it's, they don't have a church building with a safe and a treasurer and, and all that kind of stuff. So it's not like you would bring it. Somebody would have to keep it. So it's basically telling each person, set something aside and you hang on to it until the time when we actually gather the collection together. So each of you is to set something aside and save. But he does tie it to the first of the week. What exactly is the, the details of this? It's hard to say. Whether as part of your normal worship conduct, you gather together and worship for Sunday, and along with that, you set something aside for the church in Jerusalem. That's, that's the way I would understand this to be. He says, and save in keeping with how he is prospering. Now, the Greek here is a little hard to directly translate, but that's probably the best way to understand it. Because remember, people at that point, the income wasn't like it is for us. You know, we go to work, we get a paycheck. That wasn't the way it worked then. And so many people are slaves, they don't even get a paycheck. So the point here being, you know, the meaning though is, Depending on your own particular financial status, that's how you should be saving for the collection for the church in Jerusalem. And he specifically says, so that no collections will need to be made when I come. His point being is that you know, when I come, it's not, we're not just going to pass a hat and you dig into whatever you have to have on hand. No, I want you to periodically, systematically, intentionally set money aside for the next several months until I get there, then we'll gather it all together. And this should make a fairly sizable gift. So this isn't just everybody's pocket change. So he does link it to the gathering for worship, but I think more just the, as a time of, as an act of worship. But each person set aside money, hang on to it 
and then we'll all gather it together. That way we don't have to have a collection then. And this should be a, a, a more sizable gift than if we just collected something on the spot. Then in verse 3, he says, When I arrive, I will send with letters those you can recommend to carry your gift to Jerusalem. We you understand this is Paul's not saying, I'm going to show up with a suitcase and I want you all to put your money in the suitcase that I am going to then carry to Jerusalem. His expectation is that they will delegate somebody to carry this gift to Jerusalem, maybe even a, several people. This goes along with uh, what we read in, in Acts chapter 20. In Acts 20, uh, Paul finishes his time in Ephesus, then travels down through Macedonia. And in, starting in verse 4, says he was accompanied by Sopater of Phereus from Berea, Aristarchus and Secundus from Thessalonica, Gaius from Derby, Timothy and Tychicus, and Trophimus from the province of Asia. So Paul has this delegation going along with him from a variety of churches. And I think it's good to understand that these are probably the delegates from the various churches who have collected this money, and they are each carrying the money from their individual church back to Jerusalem. Why is this? Why not just throw it in the bag? Well, you're talking physical money. You're talking coins here. So you're talking a lot of coins. It's more than one person should carry or probably could carry. So because it's a, a large amount, you need several people to safely carry it, but also the safety in numbers. It's not being sent via armored car. It's just a, a group of guys traveling with money bags. And it's harder to rob a large group like this than it is one or two people. But also accountability. He wants to be very above board with accountability to these churches. You're not giving this money to Paul. You're sending this money from your church being carried by someone from your church to Jerusalem. So there's a level of accountability. It's not just being given to Paul. And it's also more personal. It's more personal in that it's not just Paul going back to Jerusalem with a, a bag of money and said, yeah, we collect this from churches all over the place, all over Asia and Greece. Paul's coming back to Jerusalem with people from Asia and Greece, each carrying a bag of money from their individual churches. That just makes it more personal versus just financial. So what Paul's saying here is, you guys, each of you individually in the church be setting aside on a regular basis for this collection. When I get there, we'll bring it all together. Then you guys will select one or two people and I'll write letters of introduction for them to show that who they are and that you can trust them. And then they will carry that back to Jerusalem. And verse 4, he says, If it's suitable for me to go as well, they will travel with me. Asabate what, what he means by this is, if it's suitable. That means based on some of the nervousness they have about Paul as an apostle, that if it's suitable, if they think it's a good thing to travel with Paul, then it could happen. Or is it just he's not sure about his own travel plans? Hard to say. We do know that, well, just as I read from Acts chapter 20, there is a delegation that does go with him carrying this money back to Jerusalem. There's just four little verses here. that are, They're fairly straightforward, but there's a lot of background as we start piling onto the, the history of what actually went on. 
Now, we do know that Paul does eventually go to Corinth, but he will write another letter, 2 Corinthians, between this point and the time he gets there. While he's still in Ephesus, he'll write 2 Corinthians. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, well, it seems things aren't going as smoothly as you would like. And we'll cover this in detail when we go through 2 Corinthians, but in chapter 8, 2 Corinthians verse 1, he says, I want you to know, brothers and sisters, about the grace of God that was given to the churches of Macedonia during a severe trial brought about by a fix of their abundant joy, their extreme poverty overflowed in wealth of generosity. So he's talking about how the churches in Macedonia, northern Greece, how much they gave. And uh, so he's just saying that to maybe prompt those in southern Greece to do likewise. Then down in uh, verses 10 and 11, he says, In this manner I've given advice because it's profitable for you who began last year, not only do something, but also want to do it, now also finish the task. So apparently they started to take up this collection, then kind of fizzled. And so Paul's encouraging them to get at it again, to start collecting money for Jerusalem again. And as he describes here in 2 Corinthians, apparently he sends Titus twice to Corinth, specifically to give him instruction about this collection. Then while he's in Corinth, he writes the letter to the Roman church. He writes Romans. And in Romans chapter 15, uh, starting by verse 25, he talks about, right now I'm traveling to Jerusalem to serve the saints because Macedonia and Achaia were pleased to make contribution for the poor among the saints in Jerusalem. So here, while he's in Corinth, he's talking about the collection. So apparently they actually do carry through with this collection for the saints in Jerusalem. So it's just four little verses here in chapter 16, and it just seems like, oh, he's given some instructions about the, the collection, but we tie it together with 2 Corinthians, with Romans, with the book of Acts. We, we get a better picture of what's going on here. Paul wants a lot of money to be collected because it's not just Corinth, it's all the churches. And over a period of months, each individual in the church, as best they can, be setting aside some money so that when he comes through, they're going to grab all this money, put it together. The church is going to designate somebody or a couple of somebodies to carry this money to Jerusalem. And that becomes part of the entourage closing out the third missionary journey as Paul travels back to Jerusalem with this whole group of people that are all carrying a lot of money to help the church in Jerusalem. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through 1 Corinthians.